0: Entertainment, I-, e. I love the way you say film. Hi,
1: everyone. Welcome to the film show. I'm Mike Sheridan. Joined us always by Brian Lloyd and Dean Malumbi, and there's producer Dave. oi oh, right. Hello. Hello. I love Hello. how
2: it's like it's like two weeks from Christmas, and everyone in this room is just really touchy, and everyone's just like, ah. Okay, yeah, Mhm. Mhm. it's Christmas, it's Christmas. Are you feeling the stress is I'm, what I'm asking? I'm not no. I know you're tetchy. I'm very tetchy. Yeah. You're generally so touchy, But I'm especially touchy around the holidays. Like
0: You're wearing a, a, a nice business shirt. <gasps> you look-
3: Listen, okay, <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that and now you're on it. This is when I miss us having the video. Yeah, yeah,
1: because you look great. All
2: you right. do. Okay, but like, I, I, I need to put this into perspective very quickly. Or are you going to admit... Oh no! I'll admit it. I'll, okay, fine. I may as well just come clean. And I really here didn't we wanna, go. You, Mike, of all people, I did not want to tell you this, but now I'm, I guess I'm going to have to tell you this, right?
1: Okay. I'm delighted you wait until we start recording as well. <laughs> You're going to yeah, love right. this. You're okay. going to love this, right?
2: So basically, <laughs> all right. So I have no clean clothes at home, right? I'm having this massive problem with my boiler in my house, right? I have no running. I have no hot water or any kind of heating in my house at the minute, right? That's why I'm been running out every time from my desk on the phone. Um. So I have no clean clothes. So I basically found this suit in the back, the back of the of the cupboard. Mm-hmm. Looked casual and kind of enough that I'd say, right, okay, I can do Ireland AM this morning, and then when clang. I'm, well, yeah, clang, and then I can go to the Christmas party. Or you thought it was today? Correct. <laughs> I thought the Christmas party was tonight. Was it that you thought today was Friday, or you just? I thought the Christmas party was tonight. I didn't think that it was Friday. I thought the Christmas party was. This evening. And I had even planned... I even actually rescheduled the last word around it as well. Okay. So, like, that will tell you how much of an absolute clangor, dumbass that I am. We knew I all act- that already. I
3: actually found an email thread in which you confirmed, and it's definitely the 14th. Yes, it's the 14th. I can show it to you. From <laughs> I, no, yeah, no, I
2: fully believe it. Listen, Deirdre, I fully believe it. I fully believe it. I am a mess, basically. Yeah. And yeah. it's just
1: we need to look after today's been a day speaking of messes right (laughs) uh, you went over to London and and, uh, caught up with uh, (laughs) we're going to talk Aquaman we're going to review Aquaman and we're going to review Into the Spider-Verse which I'm I'm told is one of the best comic book movies ever made there you go before we do Aquaman right but you went over and you spoke to uh, show favourite friend of the show Patrick Wilson Mr. Patrick Wilson And you sang out of Brian. You sang a Patrick Wilson. I did. So I think we'll, I think, actually, do you know what? I think we'll play the interview first, Dave. Can we play the interview?
2: We did a thing on the show uh-huh. where anytime we mentioned your name, we would play you would a blast sing? Of, No, no, we'd sing oh. Loving You. Oh. Loving you is not a choice. to You're a little
1: high, but that's okay. I know, Keep but
2: go. loving you... <laughs>
1: um... I, I was in a unique position there, Brian, right? When I watched that interview off first okay. because uh, Omrinan, who cuts the interviews together for us on the uh-huh. editorial team, um, and him and Charlotte, um, he hadn't quite... you hadn't cut your uh, angle in, so it's a two-camera setup, um, and he hadn't cut your angle in yet. So I saw Patrick Wilson's reaction <laughs> <laughs> as you were talking to him. So you are now basically... And look, like, people heard the interview. They know yeah. what happened. Yeah. Uh, but you, you, you've now basically kind of seemed to have this vendetta against. Let's find the nicest people in Hollywood and make them hate and me. just, just make it awkward. Yeah. Just make it. It's like you're yeah, like accidental, say, you're like accidental Ricky Gervais. I,
3: yeah, I wouldn't say make you, make them hate you, but you you make them as uncomfortable as possible. Yeah I don't.
1: And like I
2: swear to God, like I swear to God, I am really, I am not trying. Like
1: I am not trying. Like. <laughs> I'm really not I, like, yeah, I've said this I've said this to people I can't quite figure out Brian right In all honesty If you're a genius Or like If it's the other end You know what I mean Like I'm Harsh I'm, like, But that's Like that's what they, Like it's, it's it's teetering on the edge Of brilliance I, I You know I what I'm like What I direction
3: Because I don't know what you're going to do It's amazing I mean, like, I, like it was the same People too, can but, be intelligent And like socially retarded By the way Yeah yeah So I it mean, could be that
2: <laughs> I, I mean like I, I, like it was the same with the Robert Sheehan thing with his feet. Like, that was
1: interesting. To be fair, he stuck his feet in your face. He stuck so his feet in my face. Like him harsh, and Layla yeah. George. And then I was it's, like, so it's an effect you have on people more so than anything else, I think. Perhaps. Like, yeah.
2: I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't want to make people, people feel uncomfortable. Like, I want to have a good interview and have
1: I a... I think it's just your personality. I don't you know. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like,
2: But he was really nice about it, to be fair. He, like, was, he, was, he, was, he very was very nice right. about yeah. it. And I will say that he is genuinely like he's like he is the nicest guy like we're, like we're even when the camera went off he was asking about like Simon Delaney he was asking yeah. like, the two of you yeah. like, and he was like oh. and I even said to him I said look genuinely you should really come to Ireland like I said like you, you'd you really love it and I even said like your wife was here his wife was in the county of Monte Cristo Yeah. and I was telling him the story I said like that film was actually made like like literally five minutes from my house like it's it's yeah. you should really come to Ireland he was like I'd love to come to Ireland and I was yeah. like well look I said, I'm not just saying this to be a creep. Give us a call when you're here. We'd love to take you out and or do something or have you on the show. Did you ask
1: couldn't... Patrick Wilson out? I did, kind of. Yeah, good for you. i and would he as seemed, well. Why and not, like? Like you know, Come and on. he seemed he seemed genuinely like yeah. he was. He's a good actor, O'Brien. He's such a good actor. He's such a good actor, you know. Um, I liked it. I liked um when you sang Adam, but I also fe- <laughs> I also kind of saw his facial expression change while um because obviously people have just heard it they haven't yeah, listened sure. to it. Uh, or oh, they have listened to it they haven't seen it uh, His facial expression changed when he thought, are they taking the piss out of me it's just, <laughs> this is this whole thing kind of a piss take and yeah. you you know but then you sang Barbara Streisand and he was like oh no I think he's um He's just an Uber fan. He's just an Uber fan. So it was like you went full circle. So I'm going to go with genius. I've decided. I've decided Thank right you. there. I've decided right there that interview was genius. Uh, so, um, yeah, okay, let's talk Aquaman then. Uh, mental, right. Brian. Mental, I'm told.
2: Absolutely. Like, I mean, there are parts of this film that you're kind of watching it and you're like, how did anyone think this was going to work? Like, And I mean by that is it's like Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews, who is, by the way, Mary Poppins, voices a giant octopus creature called a Caraton class that's one day yeah that's amazing you sold you're sold out right from there um there's another part of it where a scene starts off with roy orbison's she's a mystery to me what and a then, tune yeah cracking tune then ends with amber heard eating roses and i'm not talking about cabri's roses i'm talking about literally she is eating roses by the end of it and um, is
1: that how you eat roses like, like yeah, that The yeah, way the
2: yeah. facial thing That yeah, I'm doing here yeah. It looks like something else It does I'm, look like I'm very else. glad that there's no video At the
0: minute Yeah I it would be Eating Cadbury's roses Would be more absurd
2: Perhaps yeah, Given just, the just context just of the film in a <laughs> Yeah She's yeah, just, yeah. just like Oh That's welcome. fair That's yeah. fair got the Just in time barrel. for Christmas Yeah, yeah. Perhaps um, Yeah like it I mean The film is 2 hours and 14 minutes long What? Yeah it's very long. For Those
1: a, whole DC universe movies are very bloated. Very, very bloated. Yeah. Yeah. Very,
2: very bloated. But I mean, at no point when I was watching this was I remotely bored by it. Like it's just so full on. Like it's just barrage, 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 constant, constant action. Mm. And you know, we were talking last week about uh, the Mortal Engines and how that was a film that was just in constant mm. momentum. Um with Aquaman the editing of it is done very well and that like you feel there is a real flow
1: to it well James James Wan's a f- fantastic director
2: correct yeah. Yeah. And like,
3: I mean he comes from it's the Fast and Furious yeah, film yeah. that he's so done his yeah last so big movie exactly yeah. so it makes sense that he has like he's able to kind of Direct, um, you know, films so that the the action is kind of consistent and yes. there's that sense of momentum and there's still that like sense of excitement with them. You know that you're not kind of getting bored in between them or anything yeah, or yeah. Well,
1: so I think well, horror movies in particular, editing is hugely important. Yes. Uh, for building tension. So he obviously knows how to uh, how to get a movie to flow and Correct. like the other blockbuster that he's made, apart from the horror movies like the Conjuring series and Sidious mm-hmm. that have made a lot of money. Um, is uh Fast and Furious. Yeah. And he did a phenomenal job at that one too under very difficult circumstances. So yeah. mm-hmm. I've heard that the CGI isn't as bad in this one as other uh DC movies. It's not as I don't say in your face, it's set under water. So by yeah. definition I suppose it would Yeah, have to exactly.
2: Be. Yeah, by de- exactly that, yeah. By definition, like it is all CGI. But it's done very, very well. Like I mean it really does look like I mean he said this in our interview, which you can listen to, um or watch on YouTube rather. Um he said that he basically watched like Blue Planet, um, David Attenborough's series. Basically, that's what I'm going for. I wanted to want look to
1: be, like well, authentic, I guess. Exactly right? authentic,
2: yeah. but as colorful, I yeah. would say, as Blue Planet is. Like if you ever go back and watch that, like it's that so track is class.
1: Hands yeah, Hans Zimmer. Yeah, yeah,
2: but like the colors of it are so radiant and mm. just so woof that um woof. yeah that it that it works for it, like you know that kind of way. and that. I think that emphasis on colour kind of plays into the script as well because it's very playful. Like, I mean, he really does kind of make it seem like a big family-friendly blockbuster. It's nothing at all like Batman versus Superman.
1: Good. Where it's That's... really
2: grim and dark and... Argh, moody. Or, or moody, yeah. And even in Wonder Woman, like, I think Wonder Woman as well kind of suffered from a bit of... I don't want to say being up its own hole but like they were very like No it uh, no, no, wasn't. No you. but I mean in the sen- about? No I mean in the sense of like it was very much like it is Wonder Woman it's earnest is what I would yeah. say. Yeah. And it is earnest. Yeah it is a good, thing. Yeah, it is a good, good thing. thing. And Wonder Woman or sorry Aquaman is not earnest. I okay. think it's very embracing the fact that it's a comical mm. film and they're really Playing it for a laugh. Yeah. So I still really want to see of the. Looking it well, I mean,
3: you have to remember as well, like that. Both of the superheroes, like the original kind of, you know, the cartoon ones yeah. and everything that they're coming from, are like were so camp and so over the top. Correct. Like Aquaman, you know that famous picture of the him with the, with, the with the dolphins, dolphins yeah. and him with the like orange suit and yeah. and even like all the South Park piss It's Sea Man, yeah. you know and all that. So. The
1: question is, is this going to make as much money as the Vinny Chase version? I don't know, to be honest. Do you don't remember? You did you watch? Entourage? I did. Yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, he remember? was Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. Of there course, it was a yeah. big hoo ha. Uh, did you watch Entourage? Producer Dave. I did not. Very enjoyed that. show. Andrew did Kevin Walker did? wrote no. the script for it. You would actually enjoy Entourage because it's very in jokey, like with okay. movies and with kind of. It, I, I'd recommend it. It's good fun. Yeah, it's good. Uh, for but it. there's basically a whole subplot in Entourage. Well, a whole plot in Entourage. But James Cameron directing an Aquaman movie written by Andrew Kevin Walker, as Brian said, and Vinny Chase is leading it. Okay. I think he gets replaced by Jake Gyllenhaal At some point Yeah then, and Kevin Smith Writes the screenplay Well that's and, for the second one Yeah So for the second one Kevin Smith comes on board Uh so it's a screenplay Michael Bay is directing and he doesn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. But it's anyway in that movie there's a whole opening weekend fiasco and uh, it makes 114 million dollars opening weekend. Yeah. I believe.
2: Which was like I'm trying
1: to think when was? It've been like 8 9 years ago. Yeah, Maybe that would have been a back, lot of money back then. Would have been a lot though. of money back then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It still is now. But I don't this is my point being I don't know if Aquaman uh is going to do that well. I think it's projected to do about 60 million dollars. Yeah. Which isn't big money for a
2: it's not, no. But, like, I mean, you have to remember, like, I mean, it is absolutely chock-a-block between mm. now and the end of the year. Like, you've got uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, then you have Bumblebee, then you have Mary Poppins Returns, then you have... What else you got I'm after i trying that?
3: to think. Um, maybe that is kind maybe of Maybe that, that is yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah. Of of some of the
1: kind of prestige ones as well are probably still... Creeping yeah, through. well, like, I mean... There's,
3: Queen of Scots be, and uh, stuff they'll is They'll be more in January, February. Yeah, that yeah. that's when we get them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah, but, I mean, it's just... I'm saying, like, 60 to 70 million, I think that's doable because like I say it's just chock-a-block with blockbusters
1: mm. so if you look at videos. something like, like Venom is like I forget i hold my hands up and say I thought that was going to bomb so Venom Venom has done over 800 million dollars worldwide it's made Crazy, more than Deadpool yeah. too. I can't believe that like, who? like Deadpool 2 is obviously
3: all rated it's a different kettle of fish but still right? Oh, I almost wonder if people like go to these movies sometimes to prove like a point to the critics the you know? Like, yeah yeah I, I genuinely feel that that's part of it. I think, no, but I, I you have to
2: remember, and this was a point um, somebody made once, like, you know, people will literally go to the cinema and they'll be like, oh, yeah, Tom Hardy. Yeah, give me one for Tom Hardy. So yeah, They won't true, think yeah. of it in terms of like, oh, Venom, it's got terrible is reviews. That, is,
1: is that not like kind of an, like an olden days thing where... No, You know, no. Tom Cruise sold a picture. Get you no. an open weekend, kid. Not no. at all.
2: Like, I mean, genuinely, like, I mean, it literally, like, I mean from people who say it like they literally just like rock up to the cinema and then they're like oh, okay uh, yeah. Tom Hardy yeah okay or they, they
1: head on to uh, entertainment.ie and check hopefully, the hopefully that's listings. the hope that's maybe the hope. read a review or two by
3: one of you guys that's the hope ah. that's ah. the hope isn't it that's the hope although I got a complaint for uh, oh yeah that. oh I, 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 won't, I won't did I hate mail is that well, your first hate mail is
1: that your first somebody giving out about you ah uh, no it wasn't no, personal like, no. no it wasn't for,
3: personal it was just basically saying that they'd, went, they'd gone to a movie on my recommendation, and that they were very disappointed. They would have given it one out of five stars, and I give it four.
1: Do you go, oh, this is the man with a, the man the, with a gun. The old, the old man with a gun. I'm which is a
3: really good movie. That, we didn't get to review it last week. Okay, let's talk a bit about it because it, it's, it's,
1: it's David Lowry yeah. who directed uh, one of my favorite movies of last year. Ghost, Ghost Story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to see him everything with, Casey Affleck with him again, and Casey yeah. Affleck. Yeah, so I want to see everything he's done. Yeah. It's Robert Redford.
3: I loved it. I, I really, really liked really it. Yeah, I mean, I thought what I really liked about it was that. Like, it's a story that could have, like, taken itself too seriously. Now, I haven't seen a ghost story, but what I really like about Pete's Dragon is how kind of fluffy and light and easy to watch it is. And I felt that The Old Man and the Gun was very much the same. And as well, you just it's just jam packed with just really charismatic, immediately likable actors. So you have um, Robert Redford there, obviously. You have um, uh, Sissy Spassick is playing um, the kind of love interest, and there's a really, just really tender sweet kind of romantic plot going on between those two characters that just kind of slowly builds and is so like... N- just nice to watch, um, and then as well as that, uh, Robert Redford's uh, two friends are played by Tom Waits and Danny Glover, and they just have some great chats with one another. Some really, really. How funny old is Danny Glover now? Because he was getting too old share. for this
1: shit in the late eighties. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he's in, and he was in. Sorry to bother you as well. Yeah, two movies yeah. in the one week.
2: So I gotta guess yeah. he's like, I kind of guess he's like late seventies. Because I'm thinking like yeah. of Lethal Weapon, he was in his 50s. Eighty-seven.
3: Lethal Weapon was, wasn't
1: it?
2: Yeah. So he would have been in his.
3: 50s 50s Yeah I was trying to calculate Like Robert Redford's age The other day as well He's getting on too yeah. You know He, he looks great are, yeah. by the way Robert. that That, is is aging. that man yeah, is yeah. aging gracefully yeah. yeah You know Good lord yeah. Um,
1: so you you liked it a lot. That you give a four stars. I just stars. thought it was
3: really really um, sweet and easy to watch. Only about an hour and a half as well, which is Breezy. all great. I like when oh it's taught, and even the whole storyline of I know I use that word a lot. It's a even, great
1: word. It's a great word, yeah. Deirdre.
3: But even the whole like storyline involving Casey Affleck, and I know that he's kind of become something of like a controversial figure in you know recent times and everything is fair enough, but I, I thought his storyline was kind of, it was kind of just right because the idea is he plays this police officer, right? It, it was almost like maybe a bit of a nod to Gone Baby Gone There, maybe, or maybe I'm over reading into it. But the whole idea of his storyline is that he's a cop and he has a family back home, a gorgeous wife, two kids who he like absolutely adores, but he's just gotten so bored with his work and it's just become very staid. And when um, Robert Redford's character comes along, it kind of, in a way, he he, kind of rejuvenates his life a bit and he kind of finds like work something that he becomes kind of really passionate yeah. and excited about again and becomes kind of obsessed but never in kind of a dark creepy way it doesn't go like kind of catch me if you can you know that scene when you know the final scene between Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks when they're in the mail room where it's kind of like okay anything could just erupt and everything can yeah. come crashing down right now there's never that kind of intensity or like you know fear being created it's so playful yeah. So I just find it kind of really enjoying, enjoyable on a number of levels. So I would recommend it. Yeah, it's almost kind of Christmassy in a way. <laughs> really? Yeah. Whimsic- yeah. Like Whimsical. whimsical it's, is it based exactly. on a true story? It is based on a true story. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Well, I ha- I, I'm always really bad for actually reading the actual true story behind I, I, it. I fall in a rabbit the, hole afterwards. I yeah. remember doing yeah. that
1: with Foxcatcher and just watching so many YouTube videos and stuff. Actually, on a, on a brief aside, I watched uh, Murder on a Sunday Morning, which won the best documentary Oscar I think in 2001 okay. Oh yeah um, they, they went, The guys went on To make the staircase After it mm. And it's a phenomenal watch It's free I think on YouTube Or if you Google it You'll find it What's about? Um, it's, 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 a, it's a trial It's about a 15 year old uh, Black kid In Jacksonville In Florida Who's accused of a murder Murder, there's been a murder, um, <laughs> he's, yeah, but he's he was a, he was accused of a murder, and it's the trial and everything going like. I mean, he, you've kind of seen this stuff, yeah. in 13 mm. or 12 part series before. This is just it's it's a lean documentary, Ooh, hour and a half yeah. long. But it actually, I was kind of at first, I was kind of on my phone, like, meh, meh, meh. Joe was watching it, and then about 20 minutes, I was engrossed in it, right? It's like. Anyway, it's go watch it, watch yeah. it. It's yeah. on, it's Documentaries
3: online. well made, I think, are some of the best movies. You out know there. what? Yeah, but you know what? Watch the, I think
1: this is an interesting point because that's why I said it. Because, like, Making a Murderer and The Staircase, which we all got stuck into, even The Jinx, mm. uh, which I got stuck into, there are multiple part series. Yeah, where we just that's something that you don't see as much anymore, at least cinematically. And mm-hmm. um, where one
3: off docs. Well, I think Netflix are a bit better for doing that. I know that they're real invested in their true crime um, doc series, but they do a lot of kind of one off docs as well. Now, I know that they're not quite the same because you don't get kind of the cinematic release and everything like that, but at least they're still being made. But well, you're right, really definitely, a... definitely series have become more popular. I d- and, it's and it's funny. The padding there as
2: well, Brian. Yeah, yeah, it. completely. Mm-hmm. But it's funny you should say this because actually uh, last Saturday, myself and uh, Kate <whistles> went to the AFI to see three identical strangers.
3: Okay. Oh. And it was
2: it was newly sold out. Mm. So like, it's funny, like, because I know what you're saying. Yeah, like, I mean, Netflix are doing these like 10 part series and all this kind of thing. But I do think, if a documentary is good and it has a good word of mouth, I think people will turn out for it. Like, because I remember there was a, there was a documentary that was out two years ago that I, I I thought it was one of the best sports documentaries ever made. It was Red Army. Yeah, the hockey, the that's hockey good. thing. It's oh, incredible. I remember that, yeah, it's that,
1: is, inc- that, is that is that is one that's based on uh, that Kurt Russell movie? Um, Oh, no, you're taking a Miracle on Ice. ice. Yeah,
2: no, Miracle on Ice is a a different thing. Red Army was basically about how the KGB controlled um, the Russian, the Soviet Union's uh, ice hockey team throughout the 80s. And then how all those guys basically went on to defect from Russia to join the NHL and how they became part of it. And like, I know nothing about ice hockey. I don't have, like, literally my entire knowledge of ice hockey is about... The Mighty ducks, that's all I know, <laughs> genuinely,
1: it's a solid amount,
2: yeah. but it's really, really well done. Like, and it's that thing of like, if you have an interesting story and if you can tell it well and make it interesting and keep people's attention,
1: it's it's, it's it'll it's, grab you. Like, it's mm-hmm. certainly a, a different kind of filmmaking. I mean, obviously, oh, it's factual, be? but it, like editing, as well, oh, editing it is everything, in a documentary, and th- but then it's even trickier because. You know, you don't want to skew people's, re- like, you don't want to skew the reality, I suppose, yeah. mm. of what went on. Maybe you do, maybe it's propaganda. I don't know. I know Michael Moore's last one bombed, didn't make any money. He did, yeah. His last um, couple, I think. Last couple, I think, actually, yeah. yeah. I think he probably needs to do a deal with a streaming service. And it's weird. It. I,
2: I have no desire to see Fahrenheit in 11.9. I,
3: well, you know what I've it's going it. to be. Have you seen it? No. Do you, have you seen it? it? It's ba- oh wait 11.9 Yeah the new oh, one. no no I've it's,
1: seen yeah, ba- 9.11 it's, it's based around Trump yeah. Obviously yeah. And I think I think the issue with that In particular And I know a couple of them Haven't made money Or haven't done They're well people, haven't seen people, people are just sick of it People are sick of Trump And it's I think it's such a daily cycle Of the crazy stuff That he comes out yeah. with. That is film That was in mm. production You know you know, like I, I suppose conceivably months or years ago mm. um, isn't going to give you anything new about mm. it.
3: I think that Michael Myers, uh, Michael Myers? <laughs> <gasps> Michael, Michael Moore. Moore as well, like um, because he was kind of so central as kind of the document documentarian if you will and that as that figure he became really kind of analyzed you know through um, the media and the general Mm. public in the years have followed his initial documentaries and what happened was people basically went into them and found all of these inaccuracies and stuff so I think because of that like people don't really kind of I wouldn't say not respect him, but they don't totally, you know, believe. Well, it's. In him yeah. I mean, yeah, Well, I so mean, he's I coming at from an angle, and this just in recent years. Yeah, to be to be fair, to be people people he's open that, about yeah.
0: the
1: fact that he is that it's and... propaganda.
3: Well, not that it's propaganda, it's manipulated but manipulated truth. That's propaganda. I suppose.
1: Well, like yeah. I, 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 he he's, You I, can't. You're not going to say it's propaganda because I suppose yeah. he's well, he's a socialist. But right? I mean, well,
3: the like, whole nature of documentary is it's supposed to be um uh what's it um subjective, subjective, objective. yeah it's never objective. No, I no what I'm saying. I say- always get mixed up between oh, yeah. them. I'm like objective is open-minded and subjective is on the subject. That's Correct. how I used to remember it. That's it. That's um, it. We've all learned something here today, dude. <laughs> yeah,
2: but like I mean, no, I, I I think I think compared to say I don't know, like obviously the extreme end of it, somebody like I don't know, Dinesh de Sousa or something like that. Like Michael Moore is open about the fact that he's like, look, I'm telling this from my perspective. This is what I believe. This is what I think is mm. is going on here are the facts as I see it. Now, you know you're going to say facts are not subjective or um, objective. But he does, I mean, he. Uh, what I'm saying is that I at least respect the fact that he's open about I'm telling this from my perspective.
1: Okay. Um, okay, oh, let's move on to, into the you Spider-Verse. just talk to a documentary yeah. right yeah. there. the, Michael the Moore talk. did Spider-Man. <laughs> um, but there's no, um, I, th- I think it's interesting because how many people now even listening to this or like scouting through Netflix trying to figure out what to watch. Yeah, and there's true. so many documentaries. And Red Army's on Netflix. Is it? I, I don't know. Oh, Is it, it was at it one point. I think yeah. it's, yeah. I off think it's now. gone. I think it's gone.
3: off. Because I was trying to find it the other day. Dang. No. God dang it. But uh, Sometimes they bring them back. Sometimes yeah. they bring them back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay,
1: yeah, into the Spider-Verse. This one's come kind of come out of nowhere a little bit to get yeah. some of the best reviews of the year.
3: Yeah. It's good. It's really, really good. I was genuinely blown away by this. It's just... I don't know where to even start. The animation, first of all, is just stunning. It has a really kind of unique look unlike anything kind of I've seen before. Obviously, very comic book inspired. Like most people would have seen like the trailer and posters at this point. Um, But even like the textures in it and everything are amazing. It's movies like this, by the way, that prove once and for all, we don't need 3D. Can we get rid of this 3D BS? James
1: Cameron will be going, going mental. We don't order.
3: need it. Um, But even like the finale when, okay, this is going to sound crazy. Crazy, But there is kind of this crash of the universes thing going on with like the finale and the final battle and everything. And it's just it has this amazing kind of kaleidoscope effect and it's just gorgeous to look at. But as well as that, you have the fact that it's playing it really kind of straight, like it kind of knows that it's a superhero movie and it's very kind of tongue in cheek. And in a way, it's very much following, you know, the standard plot of an origin story. And, you know, it delivers on having like the big bad guy and, you know, the friends and the romance and all of this um, stuff. So it's conventional in some senses. Yeah, but it also kind of plays it straight. Like initially when you're watching this film, you don't even quite like see it as a superhero movie because you're following the story of Miles Morales and it almost plays like some kind of like urban drama that you're just following this kid going to school and kind of struggling you know he kind of struggles with his relationship with his father as well being like a policeman so he can be kind of harsh on his son as well so it's really kind of tough love that's what that is so there's almost kind of something really kind of realistic and straight about it as well that really kind of hooks you in and then like there are just elements of it that are just bonkers and hilarious like the pig Spider-Man and the fact that you have Nick Cage voicing noir Spider-Man I just love I think that's hilarious and it goes all like dark and gloomy and stuff like this. It's so, so Brian, funny. how's
1: your relationship with your dad? Only joking. Nick Cage is in this though. You love him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my actual, <I> <laughs> the actual fear that came into recovery. my eyes there that <laughs> when you just said that, I was like, oh, God. Um, Nick Cage. You've <laughs> I managed, love you love Nick Cage. You get Mandy your movie I, of the year. I, I, Mandy is my movie of the year. I've, we should actually... I think We'll get into uh, it afterwards.
1: We'll get into it afterwards.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Nick Cage, yeah, he was fantastic in this. Yeah, just to pick up on what Dee was saying. I think this is... One of the most original films I've ever seen, period. I don't mean one of the most original animated films or one of the most original comic book movies. This is one of the most original films I've ever seen. And the reason for that is because, like, you know, the idea of making another superhero movie, we've all seen it. The fact that they've there's been so many Spider-Men as well, like there was Tobey Maguire and then there was yeah, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, three different and there incarnations in the last yeah, yeah. 20 years. Yeah, yeah. completely. And
3: that's just like the live action movies, yeah. exactly. like TV series and all this other yeah, stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. So the film actually addresses and says, right, yes, we know there have been tons of Spider-Men. We know that you have seen this a thousand times before. We're going to do something completely different. We're going to put them all into one film and then we're going to see what happens. That is just, like, the balls to do something like that is incredible. But also, as well, I thought it was really interesting was the fact that it embraces the fact that it's an animated film. Because you look at something like, uh, like Incredibles or Up or any of the Pixar films, it's live, it's animated, sure, but, like, mm. it's just, like, CGI versions of... A real life story, if you get what I mean, mm-hmm. like it's in. It doesn't. It really... doesn't.
1: It doesn't. You know, I suppose, embrace the correct. lack of boundaries that animation. Right, correct. It, yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's
2: exactly it. It doesn't embrace the, the the fact that there are no boundaries in animation, mm-hmm. and this does. This just goes absolutely nuts. Like the the, the third act of it, mm-hmm. I. I couldn't even describe it to you Like it I
3: said Kaleidoscope, kaleidoscope like, is thing kind of like. the closest that I can get yeah, to it. I mean, Yeah I mean yeah. I It's like
1: you've dropped some DMT and yeah just Genuinely <laughs> Genuinely, <laughs> genuinely <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding off. Like
3: what the hell
2: yeah. I'm not even kidding Like there are parts of this where it is literally like being on drugs like it is that kind of full on but not in a scary way It's not, not scary
3: And it's still in a way that you can kind of comprehend You can still comprehend and You can yeah. spatially understand it even yeah. as abstract and mad as that whole yeah. space
2: is And like the, the voice cast as well like it's so smart because like they don't pick like w- names as such, they picked really good. Actors. Jake Johnson, right? Jake Johnson plays the the kind of the older uh, Spider Man, who's sort Peter of like Parker. the me- yeah the Peter yeah. Parker, who's the mentor for Miles Morales. Nicholas Cage, who already said, he plays Spider Man more, and he basically plays it like Cary Grant, like just balls to the wall. John Mulaney, oh, I was fantastic. thinking
3: more Humphrey Bogart or Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, 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 yeah. I
2: suppose. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, John Mulaney's he's in a there. Very funny man. He is hilarious in yeah, he's this. He plays good up yeah, mm. and he plays Spider-Pig in it, or Spider-Ham, I should say. Spider-Ham, Spider-Ham, yeah. Hayley yeah. <laughs> um, Seinfeld is in it. She plays Spider-Gwen. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Tyree Henry, who you will know from Widows, and he's in If Beale Street Could Talk. <clears throat> he plays the father of Miles Morales in it. And they're all, like, really good actors. They're all really, really strong actors, but you put them in this context and they're still great actors. Because, you know, there's that kind of thing of, like, it kind of happened, I think, in Incredibles too, when they got Bob Odenkirk and Catherine Keener in. They're in they're, those are two really mm-hmm. good actors. Yeah. But they weren't good voice actors. They just weren't... It didn't translate into animation, I don't I think. I
1: get what you mean, yeah. yeah. I get but it. in
2: this, it worked for every single one of them. Like They really did. You could feel their character. You could feel their acting come out of the animation. It'll be interesting
1: to see how it does. I hope it does well. I hope because it does I really well. really hope so, too. Um, it may, might be one of those, maybe word them out
3: would carry it on. I hope so Because it's gotten like Phenomenal reviews It's 98-99% like, yeah. Yeah. It? yeah And it's totally Deservedly so Because it's really It's really groundbreaking
1: yeah. You know? Why is there always One or two critics That ruin everything? There's always like One Arm two Armand no. White like, Yeah
2: yeah, oh, that's a, White. yeah
1: he's contrarian apparently. Yeah
2: he's just Yeah he's like Just yeah He's He writes for the National Review In the US Like yeah he's known for like Basically picking the worst films and saying this is incredible, and he just does it to be contrary. Yeah. Um,
3: Another thing I think that's really working for this is just the script because, like, it's so funny and, like I said, it kind of goes through the steps, but it kind of takes you on like twists and turns you don't expect either. Um, it's written by Phil Lord who is oh, behind Phil the Lego it's like Chris movies. Uh, it's yeah. been by the two No, of it's, no, it's not. Oh, it's no. just, just, Phil Lored, it? it's just, just Phil Lord, isn't it? just Phil Lord. That's
1: interesting now. So he got somebody, he's gotten some of that cash back from the Solo debacle. Mm. Well, I wonder if he got paid for that, actually, because they, they, they were fired off Solo. And, yeah. Uh, Star Wars story.
2: Yeah. Um, another thing as well, just a final point on this, I would say, is the fact that like, Yeah it is very self aware But it's not smug about it Yeah That's the thing Like you know That kind of way Like I sometimes
1: Because meta is very 1998
2: Yeah Yeah Like yeah yeah, When you get a a film That's as meta It can be exhausting Yeah And it can be just like Oh Christ I don't care if you're Turning it When it's done
1: really well It's obviously into the the Spider-Verse When it's done badly It's Ocean's 12 Exactly Yeah Yeah but exactly. And this much. is
2: a really good example of it being meta without being smoke.
1: Okay, let's yeah. dip into award season D for a bit of movie news.
3: Um, yes, yeah, so obviously we had the Golden Globe nominations last week and the... People were outraged, Deirdre. Yes. Outraged. Outraged, but there's always outrage. There but is, isn't there? I genuinely thought the categorisation was more all over the place than yeah. ever before. we were before, talking we were chatting about ever. this last week. It was ridiculous. So is am I wrong or is Mary Poppins,
1: is Lin-Manuel Miranda in Best Supporting Actor in Drama?
3: Yes. yes. No, no, no. So for the Golden Globes, um, for the best supporting actor and actress, it's not, there's no genre with that. So there's only one award for each. Okay, Um, makes sense. But for... Um, actor and actress and yeah. for
2: best picture it's split it's uh, best picture comedy or musical or best picture drama
3: yeah and then and for the leading actors and actresses and then um, which I suppose the thing that confounded me the most was that Bohemian Rhapsody and A Star Is Born were both dramas but not musical or comedies and the uh, Vice as well being considered a comedy or musical. Yeah. Now, I haven't seen that, but my understanding is there's something yeah. funny about it. Also, Tully was in the comedy or musical category, and that is not a funny movie. It is oh, very I saw much Tully, a drama. By the way. Yeah, yeah, you finally saw it. Finally what do you think?
2: Um, I liked it, I did not think it was five stars. Don't, don't, at you. Me. don't at me. It was I will not five at stars. You. It was not five stars. I, I actually the, No, I fun? tell you, I watched it because I had to do my end of year list and I there was two films that I missed this year that I was like, okay, I need to see these before I write the list and one of them was Hostiles and the other was Tully and I thought Tully was far better. Or sorry, I thought Hostiles was far better. I actually
3: did um, forget about Hostiles. Yeah. I probably would have had it in my list but um, sure. Yeah, Focus. Uh, but no, Tully's amazing, and you're wrong, Brian. So. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him, D. Yeah, all right. Um, but see, the thing is, I suppose what. The biggest thing I take away from, you know, I get from Bohemian Rhapsody and uh, thing A Star is Born not being considered being in the drama category rather than the musical or comedy is what's the point in having a musical or comedy category at all? Because essentially the reason why they didn't go for those is because drama is the one that's associated with prestige and real film. Mm. So it's like, well, then why have the category at all if films that would be kind of, you know, in a ma- in mainstream, yeah. they would be called Well, well Oscar tried
1: to kind of do it and have the most popular film. Yeah, it'll
3: be own, interesting to see what happens with that this year. I mean, Black Panther is definitely going to be in there. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm surprised at how many nods it's gotten in the Golden Globes and Screen Actors Guilds Awards. I mean, I'm happy to see it get so yeah. many nods, but I was surprised because I don't know no, that's it's not, a, that it's not a great film. It's not a great film at all. You know, it's not five star amazing. It's four star very enjoyable. It's three and it's a, a half honest. star
1: at best. Come on now. It's a formulaic as hell. It's groundbreaking in a lot of ways and that's phenomenal but it's not a great film. Well that's yeah
2: you, you've kind of hit the nail on the head there. I think the fact that it is so groundbreaking and the fact that like you know of its cast and of its setting and of its whatever that's carrying it more yeah. than the film itself. It's
1: 700 million domestically which is insane numbers. Yeah. I think I think it's it's coming with like 1. 1.4 1. 1.5 billion globally. Yeah,
2: yeah, No, like I mean, I no, I get it. Like I mean, it, it's a big it was a big moment. Like I mean, but I think if you you see this is it. Like you can't really kind of strip away the the parts that made it so groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Without you can't examine one from the other. Like do you know, what yeah. I mean? anyway, which is what which is I which is why I think you know, it's getting all these accolades even mm. though if you just took it as a film in and of itself, you're kind of like, "Hey, it's very formulaic. Like, there's not a whole lot going yeah. on here that you haven't seen
1: before. Well, it like, sticks to, uh, yeah, yeah, very much but sticks again, the Marvel have to, formulae. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, but then yeah. again, you have to consider, you know, you know, black cast, black director, black writer has just had all this thing, like, and it was set in Africa and da-da-da-da. Yeah. And you, Wakanda! I want to go to Wakanda.
1: It looks lovely.
3: I mean, one award I would love to see it win, just looking at the um, SAG nominations here, um, is the best, um, sorry, outstanding performance by a cast. Because I do think ensemble-wise... It's really, really great. And those actors work so well together. And there's so many great characters in there, female and male. Like I was saying, when we were reviewing, you know, Black Panther at the start of the year, it's so great to see so many strong female characters. I know everyone's like, oh, we've come miles. We haven't really, if we're honest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like, even like the other um, ones you have in there, Okay, Bohemian Rhapsody. I saw someone tweet about this and it's true. That's a bit of a joke because come on, it's all about yeah, Rami Malek. Yeah. It's not about the ensemble. Let's be honest here. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, okay. It's just And popular, then A Star Is see. Born. Yeah. It's going to win everything anyway. And a Black Star Is Clinton, Born deserves to win everything. I know, but like, is it? Is it, you don't really think of it as a great... Ensemble film You think of Lady Gaga is great You think of Bradley Cooper is great You think it's well Directed Well filmed So
1: Sam Elliott And Sam Elliott Wasn't nominated for a Globe
3: Though he did get An SAG nomination Yeah I saw that Yeah
1: proper order Sam Elliott really should have uh, Been nominated for a Globe A lot of people are giving out Although like you said There's always something What do we think are the favourites This year going into Oscar season
3: Do we know the favourites What do we we think the favourites are Oh um,
2: I would be fairly certain oh actually
3: the favourites are the favourites yeah, 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 yeah to be fair
2: yeah like I do think I think personally myself I think for best actress it's a two horse race between Olivia Colman in the favourite and Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born um, best actor I mean yeah Bradley Cooper yeah he's definitely a strong contender for it Um. I would probably throw in... Um, I'd say Chadwick Boseman is going to get a Best Actor nomination. And I don't think he deserves it. No. I don't think he was that good in it. But I think he's going to get one yeah. as a sort of a matter of course. Um, the only other person I could see in contention for... Christian Bale. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, for Vice. You don't think
3: Rami Malek No,
2: No. Not for best actor for the Oscars, no, definitely not. I think he'll get a nod. He'll get a nod, but he won't. He won't be in. He'll be like further down the list. Like the only other person I can see, yeah, exactly, in that list is, um, Christian Bale for Vice. And let me tell you, I, I, mean, I, I signed an embargo, so I can't say too much about it. Mm-hmm. But he absolutely deserves. You seen
1: Vice? Yeah,
2: I saw Vice. This is bullshit. I can't know, but I I signed the embargo, so I can't. Oh oh,
1: no, I get you.
3: But I want to see Vice. He saw a day of movies. I'm so jealous. He saw Green Book and Vice and um, Stan and Ollie. Yeah, Stan and Ollie all in the one. I can
2: talk about the two of them, but I can't talk about Vice.
1: I don't care about them too. I want to see <laughs> yeah. um But yeah,
2: I, I was like,
3: yeah, well, the green book
1: as well because Viggo Mortensen. No, <laughs> yeah, he was good in it, but uh, mm.
2: I mean, the whole thing that happened as well with him and Mahershala Ali as well, I don't think is gonna do him any favors when it comes mm. to what thing. Uh, he was at some sort of he was at some sort of Q and A.
1: Uh, oh, he the said the n word,
2: and he said the N word. Yeah. But it,
1: contextually, he was referencing something. Yeah. yeah
3: If he was doing that then what's Oh I the... mean there's bigger exactly.
1: Come on let's be honest There's bigger just bigger exactly. things Going on in the exactly. world Exactly If yeah. you put right. it in context It make like but Jesus my, But Ali There wasn't issues with him And Ali was there on the... No
2: Ali was like It's regrettable he said it But I understand that it was Men in context The way that any other person Who has a bit of common sense Would get He like literally said it In context And he was saying about How terrible a word it was <laughs> Jesus Like Get a grip Sorry, I'm or shouting. Or- I'm sorry, I'm shouting there. You're I know. I'm, Producer I'm sorry. I'm like, not sorry. I'm, no, I am sorry because I had a very long conversation with somebody about this thing in Green Book. And, like, get through your head. <laughs> it was meant in context. He wasn't actually using it in his everyday life. Nobody would. Nobody's that terrible a person. Yeah, there's plenty of people that are that
1: terrible person. Well, no, Vigal there Mort- are, but well, I'm Vigal saying... Mar- Viggo Mortensen is a It's not them. that. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, but you don't think he's going to get a nomination?
2: I don't think, and I think, genuinely, I think this this whole thing is going to stand against him. Genuine. Yeah.
3: Well, I've heard that, and uh, now I haven't seen the film, but I've heard as it is that Green Book is kind of like... It's very formulaic. Yeah, but I've also heard that there's definitely, like... Other issues. Moments and issues in oh, it that yeah, people Jesus, could yeah. take offence to. So, I don't know, I, I like, we might see... a. Well it's from one we'll of the see, Farley you know? brothers Peter Farley Peter
1: Farley yeah. yeah Directed Dumb and Dumber Greatest comedy of all time King <laughs> Big Pin, up, huh Kingpin really? Close second Big Ernie McCracken There you go I'm not Big mad
3: up, about huh? Dumb and Dumber gosh, That's
1: crazy no, talk Oh,
3: I'm sorry I Producer Dave
1: you must have seen Dumb and Dumber
0: I've seen it Yeah. How do you feel about it I didn't particularly care for it
3: That's how I felt How mad I, yeah, how it's mad. Mad. I didn't particularly care for it I It's think a matter that's of taste Yeah True and I really like Jim Carrey And I love 90s Jim Carrey But I'm not mad about it
1: I think it's Jim Carrey's funniest movie
2: I think oh, Ace Ventura is, a cl- is uh, my favorite Ace Ventura, Ace yeah. Ventura is my yeah, favorite like, I, like, I love You're oh, all Mental No I mean I, 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 no, I'll, I'll put like Dumb and Dumber is Where did you? Is, uh, yeah. What? <laughs> 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 Just give me a chance coach I know I can do it <laughs> Ventura Yes Satan Oh I'm sorry sir You sounded like somebody else <laughs>
3: We love our tangents here. Oh, last thing I wanted to say about the SAG nominations because I thought this was just say SAG
2: awards. Everyone says SAG SAG? awards. Yeah, SAG. Is that what you say? SAG SAG after. But
3: SAG sounds so sad. So (laughs) SAG. Okay, fine. Like it's hanging. Like it's hanging.
1: Kind of like like it's
2: yeah yeah like it's sagging.
3: Um, But pretty much all of the like nominations for the acting categories were the exact same as, um, you know, we got for the Golden Globes, except there were some. Mix-ups, not mix-ups, uh, whatchamacallit, um, just change-ups for the Best Supporting Actress category. Um, they omitted Regina King and Claire Foy. Regina King being nominated for Beale Street Could Talk, which she's great in. Like, mm. I thought that she would have been an Oscar favourite, but maybe not so now. And Claire Foy for First Man. They were both nominated for Golden Globes, but not for the essay. Uh, for the SAGs instead Emily Blunt for A Quiet Place got a nod and Margot Robbie for Mary Queen of Scots and actually um, with regards to the former that means Emily Blunt has been nominated for both Best Lead Actress for Mary Poppins Returned and for Best Supporting for A Quiet Place Emily Blunt is deadly she She is is I haven't
1: seen Mary Poppins but everybody says it is perfect and she is phenomenal in A Quiet Place so that's fair enough okay uh, let's move on now Um, let's talk about The Revisit um okay Brian, this is your slot. It is. You have got a series that's gonna launch in the new year based around this slot. Um how much effort have you put in this week?
2: Well we got a suggestion in from Andy Cowan. Oh,
1: Andy's Andy's the revisit this week. Andy Should we just call Andy D? <laughs> get him on Produce the line. Right? Can we get Andy on the line? No, oh.
2: no, but uh, he suggested uh, he suggested th- uh, Troy, which I think was actually a decent. A no, decent it's
1: not, Andy. What are you thinking? <laughs> Troy's a terrible movie. Okay, what's it's your problem? Oh, okay, okay, hang on, hang no, on, hang on. What's your problem with Troy? Well, I've got two words for you, Brian. Go Likes. ahead. Two words: Orlando Bloom. That's my issue with Troy. That's my issue with Troy. <laughs> that's, issue with Troy. Right. That's, when, that's when the penny dropped. This Orlando Bloom buzz that people were on momentarily after the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It's no bueno.
3: But the whole point is he's meant to be like a wimpy pathetic exactly. And he was too good at it.
2: That's my point. Yeah, see that's it. I, I, no, genuinely, D is right. Orlando Bloom is meant to be this wimp in this film, like.
1: compared to these men, yeah, manly men. Well, yeah. Brad Pitt is a pretty manly man, and Eric Bana, and Eric Bana, Banner. Eric Bana is yeah, yeah, super yeah. manly. Man. Completely,
2: yeah. No, that's it.
1: men, like, I... men, men, men. <laughs> we, have, we have to pay for that. I keep singing it. Yeah, are <laughs> manly men. Shut <Sure> up, Brian. <laughs> we
0: are. The... I didn't realize anyone didn't like Earl Allen Blue*. Really? He seems so nice and inoffensive. He's a very like, bad actor. I, I'm not saying everyone loves him. But sure, I've I never felt, thought anyone felt anyone strongly see, about. See, I him. think
1: I'm probably a bit older than you. And when I don't probably, know, probably yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, but I remember at the time when the Lord of the Rings movies came out, he was like the next. Oh yeah, he was next. No, I remember he was, all he, that. Sex he was almost, yeah. yeah, but like the, you, you're gonna have an. <laughs> <All right. laughs> what? He's Do a
0: handsome know? man.
3: Sex on legs.
1: And sex on legs. That's he's what we call him Back in the day yeah, that's Maybe I was just jealous Maybe that was my problem He's a very handsome be, man Maybe th- I think that's my problem oh, I think I'm just oh, jealous Of Orlando Williams and, and,
2: and that picture That was going around Of him Oh yeah you Okay
1: know what I mean? so, I, so I'm just jealous
0: He was okay. great in extras Oh, oh
3: yeah oh, He was very, very
0: He was very in
1: extras Yes He's yeah. very bad in Troy he is, but I think he's. Or purpose- very good at being very bad. Yeah, Correct. that's the point.
3: Yeah.
2: That's it. That's, that's it. Yeah. I, that's it. I think. I think like Orlando Bloom was purposely playing an absolute wimp in it. Um, I have a real soft spot for Troy, um, because I think a lot of the dialogue in it is so kind of ridiculous. Wolfgang Peterson directed. Wolfgang right? Peterson directed. Yeah, and Wolfgang Peterson is a good director. Like he's really good at kind of getting scale in it. He's but grand. Like, But some of the lines in Troy are just
3: so bad. Like so over the top. And oh, it's so... definitely trying to be Gladiator. Oh, with completely. Some of the lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was trying to be Gladiator around
2: that. Yeah. yeah, completely. Like and like Brad Pitt. Like his whole thing is like you gave him the honor of your sword and all this kind of stuff. Like and Brad Pitt's accent, kind of keeps it's all over the place. it's all over the cape, yeah yeah cause like some moments he's like really American in it and then other moments he's like putting on this kind of like fake English accent yeah it's just he doesn't know what he's doing from one scene to the next like he's not, not a
1: director as well
2: yeah yeah completely yeah like I mean he's not as bad as Aiden Gillen but he's pretty bad in how it, dare like. you um I will say I thought Eric Banner MVP of this film Eric I, Banner is MVP of so many movies correct in. he is like that man he turns up he does Black, his Black job Black
1: Hawk Down too. he was great Black Hawk Down Yeah, Munich there, as well North. I mean Munich.
2: okay fine Munich he was like going through a lot in it but I think in, he was having a stressful time he was having a stressful time it was had,
1: very stressful yeah to be
2: fair but uh, in this, I thought Eric Banner was brilliant. Like, he really did have that kind of, like, integrity. You know That kind of That's what his character represented. Like, you know, integrity and, you know... the manliness. Quality. Yeah, manliness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manliness, yeah. Totally, yeah, yeah. Total manliness. Like, he, you know, he was, like, protecting his country kind of thing. Um, Brian Cox as well, hilarious in it as Agamemnon. Yeah.
3: Again. Brenda Gleeson's in there as well. Brenda Gleeson,
2: Ham... <laughs> yeah. But they're all hamming it up. They uh, oh, just yeah. the
3: hammiest of hammy films, like, and I love it. You I know, love that they're hamming it. You know who, el- who else is in this that people forget? Peter O'Toole. No, it's going to say Rose Byrne. Oh, oh Byrne. yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. And
2: She's the one who could have loved a fool or something like. I wish yeah. you were a fool. Could have loved a fool or something. Yeah, um, it's like the most golden looking film I've ever seen. Like every scene mm. in it, it is just gold. Like,
3: gold to Troy is like orange to Mad Max Fury Correct. Road. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's everywhere in it. Like and I understand like Wolfgang K- Peterson's uh, explanation for it. Like he was like, I want to make the most realistic version of uh, the Iliad. As mm-hmm. in the world, you know, if you go back and I'm not saying read the Iliad, but if you're familiar with it, yeah. you know, the gods play a big, huge part in it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the bit when the 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 beach the beach bit with the the fiery balls and stuff like that, that was like one of the Greek gods firing down mm-hmm. on the beach and this it's just a big huge giant catapult like so that I can understand his reasonings for it. Um whether it's a good film or not, I don't know. I mean, whenever it's on, I'll always like...
3: Yeah, come on, it is a good film. Look, it's an enjoyable film. It's enjoyable, you know, It's yeah. entertaining. It's, like you said, it is silly. It's over the top, but you've got your manly men. You've got your, like, fun action sequences. <laughs> yeah. You've got your love, in adverted commas. It's everything you want from and, a movie.
2: Yeah, and, like, that no, fight... No, not. That fight... Okay, but you have to admit now, you as somebody who actually does this stuff for fun, you have to admit... <laughs> Well, like you beat the crap out of people for fun, like the crap I mean the Well, whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like yeah. the idea of like how to how to pace and shoot a, an action a fight sequence between two people, like the bit where they're fighting with the spears, him and Eric Eric Bana and uh, Brad Pitt. I think is really well done. You mm-hmm. go back and watch that, like even
3: oh yeah, in the circle, yeah, oh, that's yeah. such a
2: good scene. Yeah, that's a cracking scene, like, and yeah. it's really like really well shot and really well choreographed, and even the music as well. That it's just like a little drum beat like but mm-hmm. it just does so much for it
1: like i can't remember it. oh really? I, I
3: have a little story about watching this i was telling you oh, this yeah, on, yeah. so the first the very first time i watched this um movie was um i have an aunt who kind of goes over to like asia for work and stuff or at least she used to but she brought us back this like chinese kind of ripoff copy of troy i don't know if i should say this actually i won't have like the DVD police coming after me. Hopefully not. <laughs> anyway, police. it was like... very understaffed these <laughs> days. It, it, it was like a family-friendly cut of the movie. So it was like half the regular length. All of the bits with blood and violence were cut out. Brad Pitt's butt was cut out, which I was really upset about. Um, so yeah it was a very but I remember watching it and I was like let's see 2004 so I must have been about like 14 at the time and I really really enjoyed it even from like that perspective because you got in most of the action just it kind of cut at the end when someone died and I mean I remember being particularly traumatized by the Hector bit because for me watching it, it was basically they were fighting, and it cuts away, and then it's just a body being dragged through the sand, which is almost like more no, traumatic. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, fair, yeah. So that was that was quite upsetting. But no, I lo- I really like this movie. I think I might rewatch it actually over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, like <I>, are <laughs> you talking about it, you now so we'll watch it, it. Yeah. yeah, you should revisit yeah.
1: it. Yeah, like Brian should before he does the revisit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I quite like it. I, it's
3: I good crack. It's
1: a lot fun.
0: of fun. I, I suppose, uh, like you said those stories and stuff, I read them when I was growing up. So to see like I thought Brad Pitt, while his acting wasn't the best, he was I think he portrayed Achilles very well. Yeah. Of like this nigh on invincible he but the really presence. cocky until he gets shot in the heel dreadful yes oh, yeah. uh, but Jay yeah.
2: like he played him very well I thought
0: I thought yeah yeah, yeah it was pretty cool because I suppose reading these stories I was always like oh that's Achilles that he's quality yeah <laughs> and Hector he is also quality and then when I saw him fight that was like this is great this is exactly what a I thought it was going to be
2: yeah and like even like the fact that like Paris was like this total wimp like when you go back yeah. and read the Iliad like I mean Paris is just a complete douche like he just has he's just sleeping around with people and just doesn't care that like, dirt yeah complete yeah. dirt and Dirty I mean, stop in out, fairness
3: like <laughs> you know to Orlando Bloom Dirty and everything stop. like he was kind of the heartthrob at the time yeah. and everything between Pirates of Caribbean and Lord of the Rings and everything so this was a bit of a risky role for him to take because he knew that he's a like complete douche and a wimp and a coward in this film but he took the role anyway so just yeah. saying yeah he has admirable qualities I mean,
2: are, are you still like even after all that you're still just meh about Troy. Eh?
1: yeah why I can't really remember it it just doesn't stick out in your I head I remember like. going to see it and not enjoying it very much
3: yeah have you only seen once then yeah
1: yes probably ah. so maybe I should have revisited it Brian there
3: you maybe, go had maybe I, had maybe I, should had I
1: have known Brian Lloyd you know I could have uh, <laughs> well I could, then we wouldn't have these free flowing conversations that we that's have that's true like it's all been... so real uh, you're not here next week Brian
2: no, I will be here. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, I've got that much shit to do. I have to. Yeah, I'll be here. Yeah, <laughs> he said
1: it's all stressed there, didn't he? I know. Enough.
2: I genuinely, like, I seriously, like, I literally have like an entire sheet of crap that I have to try To get through between and now a posted, and And the poster I've given him, the and reminders. the poster as well. Yeah, I've got it. That's
3: it. Because you needs know what he, reminders. Do you know what he tried to remind? Uh, he tried to blame me for something today. I did not. What you didn't did remember in the meeting? Because he was like, you didn't give me a poster. To he go got for. some dates mixed up, mixed up, and I was like, I can't I be not. responsible for your life, Brian Lloyd. You, See, you, know you what, stay out of it. You this? know what
1: happened? So you were codependent. The Brian started getting too used to it. I'm not dependent on time. him. Yeah. <laughs>
3: oh, <laughs> in <me>. fact, in
2: <laughs> fact. Oh wait, you got to hear this, right? You got to hear this, right? Real quickly. So I came when I revealed the fact that I had gotten the uh, Christmas party date wrong. D was like, "Yeah, I thought you'd do that, all right." She actually like No me. I didn't
3: say that I said I'm not surprised I'm not surprised there, There's it? a difference there It wasn't that I expected you yeah. I'm just not surprised That, that you I got forgot There's a yeah. lot
1: to be said For lowered expectations Right There you go yeah. yeah. There
3: you are now Okay sure We will
1: see you next week then Brian I guess you will yeah. Then. yeah Working for free Class See you all next week
0: Entertainment.ie I love the way you say film